we're about to start a new month, right? <sighs> next week, next week, well, really this week, since this is Monday, will be the beginning of December. So we're about to hit the last month of the, of the year. This has been a wild-ass year for me, y'all. I'm sure it's been a wild-ass year for some of you guys out there, too. So, by all means, do not think that I'm trying to diminish what your experiences have been. Because that's not what I'm here to do. I'm just talking about mine. You know, I had a conversation with a friend of mine one day. And one of the things that he said to me that that stood out, and this was uh, a couple of months ago, and I was talking about how I realized I've grown, like, so tremendously, and how I'm so different now than what I, who I was at the top of the year, who I was last year, definitely who I was, like, three years ago. And he said, yeah, you are, and, like, you know, I'm proud of you and everything, but you shouldn't have to grow because of trauma. And he's right. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have to be put in a space where everything around you is ripped to shreds. (laughs) Including the core of your being. For you to, like, skin off some different layers and... I don't know. Start differently, so to speak. or, Or learn how to adapt to pain a different way I remember uh, I was in England and um, I had got this Red Cross message that said that um, my dad was on his hospital bed on his hospital bed that he was like then they had said that um like they didn't know if he was gonna make it that was kind of how the message was sent to me um and in hindsight I think this was a message that was curated by his current wife the one who uh he was still married to when he passed and uh, <clears throat> and I say that because we fast forward to all of these years and the way that she dealt with some of the things in this situation was very similar. Like um, withholding some of the things that were important, not contacting me until like the last minute maybe. And uh, some grand... <clears throat> I won't say exaggerations, just information was not what it should have been right so I remember uh, they okayed for me to have leave and I think they okayed yeah they okayed for me to have leave and I didn't have any money it's funny I was in the military and I was dead flat broke oh yeah ask your friends that could easily be a thing and um, I took whatever I had enough to be able to fly over to Germany 
I flew into the airport, I rented me a car, and I drove down to <clears throat> where I knew the hospital was, or how I, I figured out where the hospital was. You know what, man? If I think about all of this in, like, totality, I hadn't been back to Germany in a long time, but it literally was nothing to get in a car and read signs and know where I needed to go and get to my father. And I remember I walked into the hospital and um, and daddy was hooked up to all these tubes and I had never seen my father in that state. And it was one of the hardest hardest things for me because at that at that time when that happened I was 23 24 that seems about right <clears throat> that seems about right around that age yeah and I'm 39 now so you know 15 years later I kind of had to walk through one of the same incidents. But I remember that um, it was hard for me to take in. It put a, it instilled this huge distaste of hospitals for me. And I, I'm just now, I'm, I'm just now realizing that he was hooked to tubes and all that kind of stuff then the same way he was this go round. Huh. So I remember I came back to England, um, a mess, and not knowing how to really deal with uh, any of it, really. So I went over to um, another little city town, I would say, that I used to go hang out in all the time because I was taking a uh, forensics class out there at the time actually I remember that that class was fun um, and I <laughs> got incredibly inebriated to uh, the point that I totally well after uh, I was with somebody else right uh Someone who I considered a very dear friend at the time. And uh, we were talking to the bartender or whatever. Uh, Fast forward some of this story. Um, We got drinks from the bar. And that was the last thing that I remembered. Um, After that, I, I remember waking up in a hospital. And I remember these people running around yelling in the back oh oh she's awake she's awake give her some scrubs and I was like because I was butt ass naked on a hospital bed I had no idea what happened um after I was stable enough what came to me what was told to me is that uh there was something slipping to my drink at the bar had no idea 
and that um, that uh, I had tried to get onto one of my friends' bike mo- motorcycles. I don't even remember who. I don't even remember the conversation. And I fell, and I had skipped up my knee pretty bad. And I, if you see me in person, I still have the scar from when that happened. Um, I skipped up my knee pretty bad, and I was bleeding all over the place, and then wandering around the parking lot trying to figure out where to go. And that's kind of how they found me. Like, uh, they said that my friend was MIA. And when I get her version of the story, um it's mostly well you were fine until you weren't and then I couldn't find you and then when I found you again I saw them escorting you into an ambulance and I was like oh oh, okay cool (coughs) so I had had this really pretty dress on that day and they had cut it they had cut it off of me because, um, so that they could do a rape kit and all that kind of stuff. And, um, afterwards they sent me on my way. Um, hmm. I have, uh, haven't told that story out loud in a very long time. Uh, I said all that to say this I didn't know how to process seeing my father in that state and I cannot say that I've known how to fully process losing my father this go round um initially uh I made not the best decisions with trying to process like I did back then I drank way more than I needed to And I let people in that I shouldn't have. And the one thing I will say is I I have the wherewithal when I recognize that those are the things that I did this go-round. I chose to do something differently. However, with all of that being said, as I'm on this journey to, you know, heal myself and make sure that I'm taking care of the parts of me that need to be taken care of in this process I'm not going to apologize for not taking advice from everybody especially people who are not going through what I'm going through more importantly people who haven't been through losing a parent Um, I don't mean that in any kind of way I just mean that I feel like you're not in a place like that to tell me what to do or think that you can tell me what to do because what I've learned in these months because it's only been some months is that everybody has an opinion of how you should be processing something that they're not even going through. And most of the times, their point of reference is is even completely wrong. And it's not that I'm trying to 
close myself off from people. Yeah, well, actually, some of it is, but it's mostly that the critiques, the criticism, and the stuff that has been cloaked as advice. Because I won't say that everything has been advice. There have been people that have come at me with just weird stuff in weird ways and asserted themselves in ways that I'm just like, that's not your place. And I'm going to listen to what you got to say and I'm going to let you get your shit off. But you don't know what this is to really tell me what to do. I don't know. Maybe that's part of the layers of healing, man. Everybody grieves differently. That's that's what I've heard. It's funny when people tell you that and say that. Well, you know, everybody grieves differently. So go at your own pace. But also, you should do this. You should process like this. You should do this this way. You shouldn't be worried about this. You need to put your focus here. You need to da 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 And you ain't going through this, man. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just the layers of healing. The process, right? Figuring out your way and figuring out what's best for you because it's your trauma it's your pain it's your livelihood it's yours (laughs) funny what a lot of people will try to tell you you should do about a situation when they weren't even there for the situation. The only thing that I really needed from anybody this year was not for people to try to tell me how I should process my father's death and everything that's come with it. You know what I needed? Access. I needed people to give me access to them when I felt like I didn't have the strength enough to go on. And I've gotten that from particular people without asking for it. And I love every single one of them for that. But if you could not provide me access, if you could not just be present, you cannot tell me what to do. Good morning.